Hello, good everyone, and welcome back to the Dion Gordon Podcast. I'm your host, the connoisseur of common sense, the purveyor of authenticity, the man who calls it right down the middle. Dion Tyree Gordon, enough of the bullshit. Let's get to work. Let's talk about privilege. What is privilege? Who has privilege? How do you define privilege? How do you benefit from privilege? I wouldn't know. I'm black. Privilege, in particular, white privilege, is defined as the societal privilege that benefits white people over non-white people in some societies, particularly if they are otherwise under the same social, political, or economic circumstances with roots in European colonialism and imperialism and the Atlantic slave trade. White privilege has developed in circumstances that have broadly sought to protect white racial privileges, various national citizenships, and other rights or special benefits. An example of white privilege would be Dylan Roof shooting and killing 13 people at a church at a black church in South Carolina who were just trying to have Bible study. Not only did he shoot and kill 13 people at a church in South Carolina who were just trying to have Bible study, he was quietly taken into custody, and on the way to the police precinct, they stopped at Burger King to get some food for him because he complained about being hungry. That's white privilege. Black people, on the other hand, get shot and killed for having an air freshener in their car or allegedly trying to cash a $20 counterfeit check or selling loose cigarettes or eating a bowl of ice cream in their own apartment or going for a jog or falling asleep in their vehicle or sleeping in their own house, etc., etc., yada, yada, yada. You get the point. White privilege in the National Football League is defined as Tim Tebow. In case you missed it, last week, Tim Tebow, legendary University of Florida college football quarterback, former Denver Broncos quarterback, former New York Jets quarterback, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, former New England Patriot quarterback, former New York Jets quarterback, Tim Tebow was signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars despite a nine-year hiatus from the last time he played football in the National Football League in 2012. Not only was he signed to a contract after a nine-year hiatus, he is switching positions to a position he never played before. Tebow was a quarterback, as I just said. He will now be playing tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. In addition to being a failure in professional football, Tebow was also a failure in Major League Baseball. Tebow was a member of the New York Mets farm system, making it to double-A baseball, where in 2019, his last season of playing minor league baseball, Tim Tebow batted 163 from the plate. Uh, If you don't know anything about baseball, that's fucking terrible. So I say all that to say this. We have a guy who failed as a football player in the National Football League, hasn't played in the NFL in the NFL game since 2012, struck out as a Major League Baseball player, literally, and he's been given the opportunity, hand-delivered on a silver platter, to come play football in the National Football League in 2021 for the Jacksonville Jaguars and switch positions. Tim Tebow is a direct beneficiary of white privilege. Tim Tebow is also an example of something I've been saying for many years. In life... It's not so much about what you know, it's who you know and how much they like you. Tim Tebow is a friend in the Jacksonville Jaguars organization. His name is Urban Meyer. He is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer, legendary college football coach, coaching in Bowling Green at Utah, the University of Florida, and the Ohio State University, has now made the transition from college football, from the college football ranks, to the National Football League, and he has decided to reach back into his past and grab the football player, the quarterback that he had more success with than any other football player he ever coached in college football. That would be Tim Tebow, who was his quarterback at the University of Florida, who helped him win two national championships at the University of Florida. Tebow was also a Heisman Trophy winner at the University of Florida. And in all fairness and all due respect, in my estimation, Tim Tebow, to me, was the greatest college football quarterback who ever played college football. You can talk about Vince Young. You can talk about 
Matt Leinart or Carson Palmer. You can talk about you know, Ken Dorsey from the University of Miami. Once again, we're only talking about college football quarterbacks, how great they were in college. Ken Dorsey from Miami, Tommy Frazier from Nebraska back in the day, Peyton Manning in Tennessee. You can talk about a lot of great college football quarterbacks, but in my estimation, even Johnny Menzel at Texas A&M was a great college football quarterback. Joey Harrington in Oregon. The list goes on and on. But for my money, I always felt like Tim Tebow was the greatest college football quarterback I had ever seen. The dude was absolutely ridiculous at Florida, putting up crazy numbers, breaking SEC records, University of Florida records, college football records. As I, as I already stated, two-time national champion, Heisman Trophy winner. He was a Heisman Trophy finalist in another year. He was an awesome college football quarterback. And Urban Meyer has reached back into his past and called on one of his friends, someone he has a high regard for, and has given him a job. A further illustration of what I'd already said, that in life it's not so much what you know, it's who you know and how much they like you. Urban Meyer really likes Tim Tebow, so he decided to hook him up with a job despite the fact that Tim Tebow does not deserve this job. The first thing you have to do is ask the question, why is this being done? Now, Urban Meyer went on the Chris Collinsworth podcast and said he he worked out Tim Tebow, and Tebow appeared to be in phenomenal shape, and he looked good out there running routes, I guess, as a tight end, so he decided to bring him in. Uh, That's the answer Urban Meyer gives. Urban Meyer is, like I said, a great college football coach. He's also a professional bullshitter. This dude's been lying his ass off for about the past 15 or 20 years. So he says it's about Tim Tebow being in phenomenal shape, which to me doesn't mean shit. A lot of guys are walking around in great shape. Are they capable of playing tight end in the National Football League? Probably not. But this is not just about Tebow being in great shape. This is about Tebow's ability to sell tickets for an irrelevant football team that has a problem selling tickets in Jacksonville, Florida. Tebow is born in the Philippines, grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. He's a major big-time star in northern Florida. To this day, he is loved and revered and held in high esteem by football fans in northern Florida. And to me, that's what this is all about. This is a money grab. This is about selling tickets. This is about selling Tebow jerseys. The Jacksonville Jaguars might be the most irrelevant football team in the National Football League. Ask yourself this question. When was the last time you met someone who told you they were a Jacksonville Jaguar fan? Probably never happened. I only met one or two people, and that's when I was in the Navy, and there were people from Florida, from northern Florida. Other than that, I've never met a Jaguar fan at any point in my entire life. This is a team that on one or two occasions every year will go play a football game in London, England. The NFL always sends the Jaguars to go play in the International Series over in London because they know the Jaguars have a difficult time drawing fans in Jacksonville, so they're basically expendable. There was rumors about moving the Jaguars to London, England a few years ago. This is the least popular team in the National Football League. Anytime the Jaguars play a Thursday night football game, people complain, why the fuck are the Jaguars on? Who cares about the Jaguars? I'm not watching this shit. They are the least popular team in the NFL. So you have this new coach coming in from college, Urban Meyer, big-time hot-shot college football coach. You had a number one pick in the NFL draft. You take Trevor Lawrence, the obvious pick, a guy who's been the number one pick since he was 15 years old. You bring him into the fold. Now there's some talk, there's some buzz about Jacksonville. Now they're on the football radar. They're relevant, kind of. So to put them over the top, you bring in a big star like Tim Tebow. Because of Tim Tebow, there's been more discussions about the Jacksonville Jaguars in the past week than there has been in the past 10 years. This is a football team that's only made the playoffs twice since 2007. No one gives a fuck about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but 
like I said, with Tebow being brought in, now there's conversation about this team. They have a buzz. They have interest now. They're relevant. People are talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars in the lead block on SportsCenter. Every single radio show, sports talk, discussion show, every debate show in America in the past week led off their show talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's never happened. That does not happen. No one cares about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tim Tebow was not brought in for his ability to play tight end. He's never played tight end before. He was brought in to sell tickets. He was brought in to make the Jacksonville Jaguars relevant. Mission accomplished. You've done that part. Truthfully, I don't. no one even knows if he's even going to make the, the final 53-man roster. That's not a guarantee. He's been signed, he's been brought in, but it's not a guarantee he's going to make the final 53-man roster. And this decision to bring in Tebow has not been uh, without controversy. There's been rumors about internal dissension within the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room and organization about bringing in Tebow in the first place. Keyshawn Johnson went on ESPN. Keyshawn Johnson, former number one pick in the 1996 NFL Draft, a star receiver at USC, a star receiver with the New York Jets, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, former Super Bowl champion wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson. He was quoted as saying, Urban Meyer decides he's going to reach out or whatever. His quarterback reached out to him from college and Tim Tebow, who was a fabulous college football quarterback, not so well in the pros, eight years removed. The theory or thought is we're going to work him out and possibly sign him. You know how many players are removed from the NFL in one, two, three years that could still play and not 34 years old, 33 years old, that can't get a workout, can't get a sniff because people just assume they don't want to deal with them for whatever reason. And Tim Tebow gets the opportunity eight years removed and not even at the position he was drafted at, but at a position he's never played at before. It's like me all of a sudden coming out of retirement and saying, I want to play outside linebacker. I want to play safety, something I've never done before. Now, all of a sudden, Bill Belichick signs me, and I've never done it before. Just because he knows me and I play for him with the New York Jets is not right, it's not fair, it's not, it's not plausible, and that's why there's a stink about this. And it has nothing to do with Tim Tebow being polarizing. I think they would say this to anybody that has removed that has been removed from the NFL for eight years, sitting on the sidelines that did not have an NFL career, and then all of a sudden he gets another bite at the apple, end quote from Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn was not alone in his criticism of Tebow. Devin Bush, current linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers, highly critical about this on Twitter. Greg McElroy, former team, teammate of Tim Tebow, also a national championship winning quarterback in his own right, the University of Alabama, was also critical of Tebow having a nine-year hiatus coming back to the NFL at 33, 34 years of age and playing a position he never, he never played before. You also had Des Bryant, former star receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, currently playing for the Baltimore Ravens. He had a little bit of a hiatus in his own right in his career. He came out on Twitter and said, so Tebow hasn't played in the NFL in damn near a decade, and it's that simple. No hate, but you got to be kidding me. He had a follow-up tweet trying to explain himself, saying, I knew, I knew I would get your attention, so read this. Regarding my last post, I knew it would cause controversy, and that was just to get your attention. This is not a slight of Tebow. I'm happy for him. I want everyone to succeed. I'm saying that to wake people up and see what goes on and take care of yours. Pay attention to what goes on around us and look deeper between the lines. This is why I preach unity in the black society and taking care of us, lifting each other up. It's more than getting together and running routes and casually linking up. It's about truly connecting to build and create, controlling what we can control and building our own community. End quote from Des Bryant. So there's a lot of opinion. A lot of people have something to say about Tim Tebow coming back to the NFL. He is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the more polarizing athletes and personalities in all of sports. 
You mentioned that name, Tim Tebow, is guaranteed to have some type of visceral reaction among sports fans. People either love him or they hate him. He is portrayed as his wholesome, holier-than-thou, virtuous, God-fearing, beacon of moral fiber, a player who promotes his Christianity. Some say was shamelessly promote his Christianity. Tim Tebow is guaranteed to get a reaction. He, he proudly displays his faith. And that rubs some people the wrong way. Some people gravitate towards that. Some people respond to that in a positive way. Some people respond to that in a negative way. Either way you slice it, Tim Tebow is one of the more polarizing athletes in all the sports. On the opposite end of the spectrum is another professional athlete and former NFL quarterback who's polarizing in his own right for a very different set of reasons, Colin Kaepernick. In the past week, with the news about Tebow being signed to an NFL roster, there have been many who have been very vocal, very critical, very upset about the fact that Tim Tebow was invited back to the NFL, allowed to be on the NFL roster in 2021, but Colin Kaepernick remains unemployed. Now, Kaepernick, of course, famously uh, took a knee during the national anthem to bring awareness to police brutality and racial inequality in this country. Of course, the narrative and the message got lost and people talking about the flag and the troops and police officers and disrespecting the country and Donald Trump got involved and everything. Colin Kaepernick is one of the more polarizing athletes in American history in his own regard. And a lot of people were upset that Colin Kaepernick remains unemployed, but Tim Tebow is currently on the NFL active roster. Now, if you ask a white person, especially a, a, a conservative Christian white person, they will tell you that Tebow has been hated and vilified and blackballed from the NFL because of his faith in his Christianity. If you ask a black person like me, we'll tell you that Colin Kaepernick has been whiteballed from the NFL because he had the audacity to ask for equal rights and fair treatment of black people because Kaepernick took a knee during America's racist theme song. Honestly, as far as this Kaepernick versus Tebow argument is concerned, I've long since let go of the notion that Colin Kaepernick will ever play in the National Football League again. I vehemently and adamantly believe he b belongs in the NFL. He should have gotten a call a long time ago. I've articulated that before in previous podcasts, but I think this ship has sailed. Colin Kaepernick has not played in the NFL since 2016. Conservative rednecks love to use that against Kaepernick and saying, well, he hasn't played football in five years. The NFL changes on a year-to-year basis. You can't bring him in because he hasn't played football since 2016. So why the fuck is Tim Tebow in the NFL right now when he hasn't played since 2012? We all know this is bullshit. But as I said, I've let go of the notion that Colin Kaepernick will ever play in the National Football League again. He's done. He's retired. Not because of ability. Not because of talent, but because Colin Kaepernick had the audacity to ask for fair treatment and equal rights for black people. Because Colin Kaepernick took a knee during America's racist theme song. Because Colin Kaepernick spoke out of turn. Because Colin Kaepernick ruffled feathers. Because Colin Kaepernick rattled the cages. Because Colin Kaepernick went against conventional wisdom. That's why Colin Kaepernick will never play in the NFL again. Because Colin Kaepernick was a black man who called white people out on their bullshit. And white people don't like that. So when people lament about Colin Kaepernick not being in the NFL, but Tim Tebow is, I understand it. But at the same time, I feel like that's the wrong point to be making. The correct point to be making is that Tim Tebow is taking away a roster spot from a capable, proven tight end who's been playing tight end his entire life, who was younger, better at running routes, and understands the position. Tim Tebow has never played the position of tight end at any point in his life. He's 33 years old, about to be 34. Am I really supposed to believe that this guy who's never played tight end is going to miraculously learn how to figure it out and play tight end in the National Football League and make a positive contribution to his football team? Am I really supposed to believe that Tim Tebow is a better option than, let's say, an undrafted free agent tight end who might be available? 
you also have to consider this point. The Jacksonville Jaguars currently have $40 million in cap space still on the books. $40 million in cap space. You couldn't sign a tight end who's currently active in the NFL, a free agent tight end. We just had an NFL draft about a month ago. You couldn't draft a tight end? It was a bunch. I mean, I noticed this draft wasn't really heavy on tight ends, but still, there were tight ends available. You could have drafted somebody. If you really had a need for tight end, you could have drafted one. Seven rounds, three days, 259 picks. You could have found a tight end somewhere. Or, like I said, with your $40 million in cap space, you can go out and sign a free agent tight end. Tim Tebow has never played this position before on this level. As I talked about in, in the boxing podcast, in my previous podcast, people act like this shit is easy. It's not. It's difficult. It's asking a lot for a guy who's nine years removed from playing in the NFL, who's 34 years old, to come in and learn how to play a new position and play it at a high level. A video came, a viral video came out today of Tebow running routes in 2015 with the New York Jets. He's awful. He's flat-footed. He's slow. He has no fluidity in his hips. He can't run routes. He can't block. He can't do any function that a tight end is required to do. He is not an NFL-caliber tight end, which brings me back to my a point I already made. This is not about football. This is not about helping the Jacksonville Jaguars win games. This is a PR stunt. This is about selling tickets. This is about making the Jacksonville Jaguars something they haven't been since the late 90s with Mark Brunel, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardo, and Fred Taylor. This is about making the Jacksonville Jaguars relevant. And speaking of Jimmy Smith, oh man, wow. This one, this bothered the fuck out of me when I read this earlier in the week. When I heard these comments being made from legendary former Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver Jimmy Smith, you know, it tears me up inside when I see a black person shucking and jiving, boot licking, caping, tap dancing for white folks as if that's, that's going to get them somewhere. It just bothers me. To see these bones and biscuit, chicken and watermelon eating black folks who can't get the fuck off the plantation. These porch monkeys, these jigaboos who participate in the menstrual show on a daily basis who think that if I kiss ass enough, if I curry favor enough with enough white people, maybe they'll reserve a spot for me at the table. Maybe they'll look out for me. Maybe if I, if I shine Master's shoes just a little bit more brighter, I'll be okay. Black people like this made me sick. Jimmy Smith came out earlier this week as a black man, and said, quote, we need a guy like Tim Tebow, whose hometown hero has love for the city anyway. He's going to be a great support for Trevor Lawrence, the first pick in the NFL draft this year. Whatever capacity that is, is going to be a positive rather than a negative. I pray that he makes the 53-man roster because we need all the help we can get. In regards to Colin Kaepernick, Smith was quoted as saying, he didn't think the Jaguars should sign him because he would divide the locker room. Quote, we don't need Colin Kaepernick on our team. Now, let's break down these comments real quick. Uh, he, he let off by saying we need a guy like Tim Tebow. For what? He's playing tight end. Even, even if he were a quarterback, you already have your quarterback in the future in Trevor Lawrence. And when Tim Tebow played quarterback in the NFL, he wasn't that good. So I don't know why you would need a guy like Tim Tebow who's 34 years of age and playing a new position. So that's bullshit. He's a hometown hero who has love for the city anyway. All right, I'll give you that one. That's a fair point. He's from Jacksonville, as I already said. He's going to be a great support for Trevor Lawrence. In what capacity? What is he going to do to benefit Trevor Lawrence? Is Tim Tebow going to give him advice on how to throw a football, how to throw a perfect spiral, how to be accurate? Because he couldn't do that when he played. 
So I don't know what benefit he's going to have for Trevor Lawrence. Is it going to teach him the nuances of playing the position of quarterback in the NFL? Because he didn't understand those same nuances. He was terrible. He was garbage. He had one good game in the playoffs versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. He threw for over 300 yards, and the game-winning touchdown pass to Demarius Thomas. Even though it was a quick slant over the middle, the ball might have traveled about 5 or 10 yards in the air, and Demarius Thomas did the rest of the work. Uh, the next point he made, Jimmy Smith said, I pray that he makes the 53-man roster because we need all the help we can get. That's true. I'll give you that point. The Jaguars last year won their first game of the season versus the Indianapolis Colts and then proceeded to go on a 15-game losing streak to close out the season. They went 1-15 in in the 2020 NFL football season. So, yes, they do need all the help they can get. However, I don't think they need help from a 34-year-old former failed quarterback who's now trying to play tight end. I don't know if that really qualifies as help. And last but not least, he made the point about Colin Kaepernick potentially being divisive to the locker room. I love this point. There's already been reports coming out from ESPN's Jeff Darlington that there's division within, within the Jacksonville Jaguars locker room about bringing in Tim Tebow. If you're in the Jaguars locker room, okay, you're on a team that went on a 15-game losing streak last season. I get that. But you got to be looking internally and thinking to yourself, how can we improve this football team? How do we get better? Do we get better by signing an actual tight end or actual players who play, play their real position? Or do we get better by signing a former failed quarterback to come in and play a position he's never played before? If you play for the Jaguars, do you look at Urban Meyer and think to yourself, is, is this how it's going to be? Is he just going to keep bringing in people that he already knows, that he's cool with, that he had previous past success with? Or is he going to bring in the best possible football players to make this team better, to move this team forward? Is he going to keep playing favorites? When Tebow does get down there to Jacksonville Jaguars uh, practice and training camp, inevitably there's going to be an unlimited amount of media personnel down there, cameras, media people sticking a microphone in Tebow's face. The press is going to be all over the place. You're going to be looking at this guy and saying to yourself, is he really worth it? Does he really warrant this much attention? This guy is not even a good quarterback, an even worse tight end, and here he is getting all this unnecessary, unwarranted media attention. It's one thing if someone like me who's doing a podcast is saying all this, but I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% certain almost, that guys who play football for the Jacksonville Jaguars are saying and thinking all these same things I'm articulating on this podcast. Is this guy here because he can benefit our football team and help us grow and help us get better and win more than one football game and help us compete? Or is he being brought in to sell tickets and generate media attention? Why is this guy here? And these are the guys in the team. They're going to see him every day in practice. They're going to see this guy tripping over his feet running routes. They're going to see how slow he is. They're going to see how late he is getting out of his breaks. They're going to see how he loses every one-on-one to whatever linebacker or safety is trying to cover him on a passing route. They're going to see how poor of a blocker he is. They're going to see how terrible he is at playing tight end. And they're going to say and think to themselves, internally and amongst themselves in a group setting in the locker room, they're going to say, why the fuck is Tim Tebow here? Urban Meyer and everyone else tries to spin. Jimmy Smith tries to spin this as he's here to help out the football team. How could you help out the football team when you're not a good football player? I was always told, or I was always under the impression that professional sports was a true meritocracy, the last example of a meritocracy that we have in this country. Everyone in the National Football League and the NBA and the NHL and Major League Baseball, etc., are there on their merit because they're good at this. 
because they're great at this, because they're the best of the best, the best in the world at what they do. You can't tell me with a straight face that Tim Tebow is one of the best tight ends in the world right now. You can't tell me that. If you do, you're a liar. I will call bullshit immediately. You cannot tell me with a straight face, with the utmost sincerity, with complete authenticity, with any modicum of honesty that you might have, that you truly believe that Tim Tebow is an authentic NFL professional tight end. If you believe that, you're a fucking idiot. And when Jimmy Smith says that Colin Kaepernick, if he were to be brought in, would divide the locker room that's asinine, Tim Tebow is equally as polarizing as Colin Kaepernick is currently dividing the locker room, according to ESPN reports, and he will no doubt have an adverse effect on roster unity. There is no positive way to spin this. There is no logistical way to say that Tim Tebow helps the Jacksonville Jaguars as a football player. If Urban Meyer wanted to bring him in, bring him in as an assistant coach. Bring him in as a consultant. Bring him in. If you want to have a mentor, Trevor Lawrence, bring him in as a quarterback's coach. I don't care. But as a football player in 2021, as a tight end, it's insulting to my intelligence to bring this dude in as a tight end in a position he's never played before. It just is. And for someone like Jimmy Smith to come out and publicly be outwardly critical of a, a black man like Colin Kaepernick, from one black man to publicly tear down another black man while at the same time building up a white person, that to me is the definition of a coon. If you as a black person are adversarial and antagonistic towards your own people while at the same time looking for the approval and appeasement of white people, you are a coon, a porch monkey, a jigaboo, a sellout, a house negro, a vanilla, watered down, milk toast, piece of shit. I have no room for you. Fuck out of here with that. You going to tear down a brother to build up a white dude? As a brother, I can't respect you. I don't care how much, how good you were at football. Jimmy Smith was great. An awesome NFL wide receiver in his day. But now, currently, you a coon. You in that Herschel Walker program. You tap dancing. You buck dancing. You shucking and jiving. As if it's ever going to get you anywhere. You can do all that tap dancing for Tim Tebow all you want to. And still walk through Jacksonville, Florida and get called the N-word. Or get your ass beat by one of these crooked police officers. Because they don't know who the fuck you are. They don't know you're Jimmy Smith and you played for the Jaguars back in the day. They can easily beat the shit out of you during a routine traffic stop. Because you're a black man, because you fit the profile, you fit the description. And trust me, if it was another football player that went on a nine-year hiatus and was trying to come back to the NFL and play a different position, I would be equally as critical. If someone like, I don't know, Troy Smith, who hasn't played in the NFL since, I think, 2010, 2011, former Ohio State Buckeye quarterback, former San Francisco 49er quarterback, if Troy Smith was trying to come back to the NFL in 2021 and play free safety, I would say that's fucking ridiculous. That's insane. It's asinine. It's nonsensical. That's stupid. You're asking a lot. It's impossible. It can't happen. It won't happen. I'm telling you that right now. It won't happen. If Tim Tebow makes it back to the NFL and thrives and is successful as a tight end in the NFL, I will re-enlist back into the United States Navy. It's on record. It's, it's on this podcast. I'm speaking this into a microphone. If Tim Tebow comes back to the NFL and has success, as an NFL tight end, I will re-enlist back into the United States Navy. There are too many good football players out there who are not getting an opportunity just for Tim Tebow to walk in off the street after swinging and missing their baseballs for the past couple years and doing work for ESPN on the SEC Network just for Tim Tebow to come back and be hand-delivered an opportunity on a silver platter. There's guys out there on their grind, on their on job, working hard, day and night, training, eating right, sleeping right, 
networking with different agents, trying out for different leagues, playing in supplemental football leagues, in the Spring League, in the Arena League, in the Alliance of American Football, in the XFL, playing in the CFL, in the Canadian Football League. There's too many real, legitimate football players out there not getting an opportunity for Tim Tebow just to come in and walk in and be handed an opportunity. It's disrespectful to the game. Take Colin Kaepernick out of the equation. Like I said earlier, the ship has already sailed on Cap. He'll never play in the NFL again. Take him out of, out of the equation. And Tebow's not coming back as a quarterback. He's coming back as a tight end. My bone of contention, my biggest problem with this is you're taking an opportunity away from legitimate football players, from legitimate tight ends who eat, sleep, and breathe football right now, who need this spot, who need this opportunity, who need a chance to prove themselves on the NFL roster. Those guys, some of those guys are not getting the opportunity because Tim Tebow is using his celebrity, his connections, and his privilege to take away that roster opportunity just so he can moonlight as a fraudulent NFL tight end so he could pretend to be a tight end in the National Football League. It's a joke, it's embarrassing, it's disgraceful, and it's all rooted in privilege. Make no mistake about it, Tim Tebow was on the Jacksonville Jaguars right now due to his privilege. Not because of his talent, not because of his merit, not because of his ability to motivate his teammates. That's another another point I've been hearing all week about Tim Tebow's a great motivator. Because he gave great speeches back when he was in college at the University of Florida. Great rah-rah, let's go get him speeches at the University of Florida. You remember back when Florida lost to Ole Miss and Tebow famously said, you know, he gave this very passionate speech. And he said, you will never see another team fight and play and battle as hard as you'll see the Florida Gators play for the rest of the season. I promise you that. It was a great speech. It was encouraging. It was motivating. It was empowering, uplifting. And true to his word, the Florida Gators didn't lose a game for the rest of the season, and they went on to win the national championship, beating the Oklahoma Sooners in the Orange Bowl for Urban Meyer's second national championship. It was great. It was awesome. That rah-rah shit doesn't work in the NFL. Grown men ain't trying to hear that. Grown men making millions of dollars in their own right ain't trying to hear no stupid-ass rah-rah speech from an illegitimate tight end who's only on the roster due to his connections and his privilege. There is no positive thing that Tebow adds to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is a stunt. This is a joke. And that's, that's how I feel about it. If you disagree, get your own podcast and argue with me. Leave something in the comments section. Send me an email. Send me a text message. Whatever you got to say. If you disagree with anything I'm saying, feel free to voice your opinion and let me know how you feel about it. I personally don't care. We can respond. We can banter back and forth. It is what it is. It's just, it's just words to me. I don't get offended when somebody calls me out and says, I don't like what you, whatever you just said. I don't like how you said this. I don't like how you said that. That was disrespectful. That was wrong. You cursed too much. That was racist. You can say whatever you want to say to me. I don't give a fuck. As I say in my intro, I am the connoisseur of common sense, the purveyor of authenticity, and the man who calls it right down the middle. Everything you hear on this podcast are my true and honest feelings. When I assess a situation, when I think about it, when I break it down, this is what I really truly feel and believe. Tim Tebow is a joke, an embarrassment, and should not be on the NFL roster in the year 2021. And that's just what it is. So... With all that being said, this concludes this episode of the Deion Gordon Podcast. Once again, eternally grateful, always humble, and very much appreciative. Thank you for listening. I appreciate the support so very much. Until next time, picture me rolling. I'm out.